done a little in advance. Uh, It would normally be Saturday, February 6th when I record this, but I did get a little ahead because I am in Kansas City right now on February 6th. Well, at least if all things went well, (laughs) I should say. Going to hang out with my friends that introduced me to sports. Yeah, pretty much introduced me to sports or paying attention to sports. And uh, for me, even even though I was betting on and off when I was in Kansas City, different stages, I'm not a sports better, and I apologize. Hopefully, I'm not being triggering by even discussing it. Actually, I might as well tell you, like, why it's so important to me to get in the car and (laughs) drive 16, 1200, 1300 miles each way just to go hang out in Kansas City for Super Bowl weekend. And it's because of this group of people. When I was living there, essentially these people adopted me into their community and they're wonderful. And I was there in the fall on my road trip. And it was the first time I had ever been there without drinking alcohol personally. And it didn't matter. These people just love me unconditionally, and it's awesome. And that's why I love being with them. And when we went through 2015 and 2014 with the Royals and them going to the World Series and stuff, like the world stopped if a Royals game was on in Kansas City, especially in the playoffs. Like I remember the owners of my old job, like we're all in the break room watching the like hundredth inning and all the crazy stuff that was happening. And I went to the parade that year and I had never been to a sports parade like that. And it was just, uh, it was just amazing. It was, it was peaceful. It was, you know, it wasn't like everybody got crazy. It was just celebratory and nice. And, and then, the whole culture, it's just the culture. And if you're someone who lives in a big sports town, I'm sure that you understand what I mean. Being someone in the Northeast, yeah, we were probably living in Connecticut. There was probably heavy Patriots fan, but you could be in New York. There's New York teams, all that good stuff. So I never really saw what the magic of sports were in a local town. So that's why I'm so compelled to hang out with these guys too, is because they taught me how to see that. And it's it's just really amazing to see, especially when you think about how hard and how crazy and how conflicted people have been about everything from, well, you know, all the world stuff that's going on. Well, it's generally, if you're in a, in a hometown of a sports team, everybody's connected on one one thing <laughs> and they all love that same one thing. So it's really just beautiful to see. Okay, so February 6th calendar, inspiration calendar quote is from William Ellery Channing. No one should part with their individuality and become that of another. This this 
Wow. So at the time I'm recording this, this has been something that's been on the radar as as I grow and learn from all these coaches and industry experts on, you know, like I, I guess marketing, for lack of a better word. And yeah, this has been on my mind. So here's an example of what I mean by this. When, when I worked in corporate America, you couldn't really, I mean, old, old school was no like hair coloring at all. You know, I mean, normal dye, but no, I forgot what the word is that they called, no tattoos showing, things like that. It's pretty rigid, right? It's, it's evolved through time. But when there was a, a lady, well, a, yeah, a lady who used to work at the Y, she was our boot camp instructor, and she went off and, and she opened her own gym, which I thought she was crazy. Like, I always thought being an entrepreneur was cray cray because I'm like, there's no security in that. And um, one of the things I noticed was she got to logo and do her business in her favorite colors, and she had purple in her hair. And I was like, that's badass. She'd come from an IT job and stuff. So I loved the individuality of that. She got to make her rules. Her dog would come to class with us. It was just great. And the same thing, the nail salon I was going to, they would let their dogs in. But I'm digressing. At any rate, I had kind of this perception that once I became, well, if once you become an entrepreneur, you can pretty much do what you want. You can look like what you want and do what you want. And I have always, always, I don't know if you know who this is, but there was a Barbie doll sort of thing named Jem, G-E-M, when I was growing up. And she had like this cool pink hair. And I always wanted like pink or purple hair. Purple's my favorite color. So this week that I'm recording this, I actually went and got my hair dyed purple two days ago. And I struggled with this. And here's why. Because now that I'm the business owner, and this is just a story I'm telling myself, okay? Because this is this is not truth, but in my head, or maybe it is truth for some people, but in my head now I'm like, okay, yay, I got the freedom, I could do what I want. But then it's like, oh, what if clients, potential clients don't think I'm professional because I have purple hair, right? Like that's a, like a stereotype thing. And then after really thinking about it and talking through it, if someone doesn't hire me because of my hair, they're not the kind of person I want hiring me anyway. And the same can happen with our recovery or who we show up with in the family, how we show up in the family tree or at, at work as part of a relationship, no one should part with their individuality and become that of another. So I've been struggling with this whole doing what I'm told from the learning environments that I'm in to doing how I follow my heart. And I'm, I could feel that shift starting to happen. Like I said, I did the purple hair because I wanted fucking purple hair. Like, the end. I'm not sure if I'd do it again. I'm not sure how much I love it. It's growing on me more and more. The more I look at it, the more I like it. 
it's my favorite color. Why can't I look at it all the time? I just don't know how it's going to match my clothes and look what my, my fancy dress for the conference. But I also found that when I was trying to do social media, for example, the way we're learning in our marketing and stuff, I don't care how other people do it. Like, I'm going to just go on and talk. In in 2019, when I was posting all my Facebook stuff, I was actually doing a lot of reading and trying to heal from the guy. I didn't really realize that's what I was doing, but I was posting stuff without any rhyme or reason. It was just me showing up. And there was a lot of um, engagement, and I think some other people took things away from it. And that was just me not putting any thought into it. So that's kind of the mode of, of thought that I'm in right now is – Either you like me or you don't. If you don't, that's fine. I'm going to be who I want to be. And that's that's just it. And I actually, I had a conversation with one of my friends um, the other day. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to be seeing them soon. And I said something about um, not making it to the, like, the beauty parlor before I seen them. They're like, I like you just the way you are. I was like, yeah, I like me just the way I am too. I didn't say that, but you know what I'm saying. All right, what do we got in the Body, Mind, Spirit book? Evidently, I have a lot to say, even though uh, I'm pre-recording. It's crazy. Oh, this is a nice long one. And somebody's name I'm not sure how to pronounce. All our power lies in both mind and body, says Celeste. Crispus. Addiction affects every part of our being, physical, spiritual, and emotional. In the early glow of recovery, we often forget the physical part, as though our bodies don't matter as much as much as the rest of us. But sobriety, quitting gambling, doesn't end at the neck. Our spirit and emotions can't go to meetings without our bodies. <laughs> Never thought of it that way. During addiction, we neglected and abused our physical selves. Now that we're in recovery, our bodies need care and repair. A balanced diet is important every day to rebuild bones and nerves and for energy and strength. Exercise strengthens our muscles, improves our endurance, and brings a great feeling of well-being. It also helps relieve stress and tension. And some of us cut back on or eliminate caffeine and nicotine to help soothe jangled nerves and improve our sleep. All these changes pay big dividends. It's hard for our spirit and emotions to prosper when we neglect our bodies. But with some loving care, we'll feel better, look better, and work a better program. Today, help me to remember how important my body is. Let me give my physical body the respect and care it deserves. Let's for a moment think about how we care or don't care for our body when we're gambling. For me... And I remember doing this, and this is one of the things, this is actually one of the memories that I hate the most about my gambling addiction was the times, and there was one time, especially, my mother's a diabetic, and we were at the casino together, and I wanted to just keep playing, 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 and here she was, she needed food, like, to maintain her health, and it was a really shitty thing to do, it was like, I didn't want to stop to eat, I wanted to keep playing, it was, it was just crazy, I wasn't even mindful of what was happening, so that was one example for me. But I don't know how our insides work, but holding it, you know, you don't want to leave 
for me, I didn't want to leave the machines to go pee or, you know, to go get a drink of water. Chances were I was walking in with a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. So I was caffeinating myself to stay awake and dehydrating myself because I wasn't drinking water because I didn't want to have to leave unless it was on my time schedule. I wasn't necessarily eating right. Oh, and what about what about our like hygiene? What if we're at a casino not sleeping for two days and sitting in the same clothes? What about the fact that we can't, air quotes, afford a dentist or an eye doctor? What about the inconsistent sleeping? Like these are all the things that I did. I'm not sure what your situation looks like, but I would imagine it had an impact. And maybe think about it. Oh, and the time that I wasn't exercising if I was at the casino. Like I used to blow off volleyball to go to the casino the last couple of years that I was in Kansas City or the last year, whatever it was. So I wasn't taking care of my physical body, which is part of why I try to walk every day. Like I'm not the thinnest girl And it's probably because I am okay with dessert first. (laughs) It just tends to be a part of who I am. I like my dessert. I don't want to be a sugar addict. I will tell you that I discovered I've been so good because I want to look good in this dress and bathing suit for this conference. Actually, I want to fit in the bathing suit, period. Um, But I tried to be good and I bought a bunch of berries and I bought Greek yogurt and I was thinking, okay, I don't, I'm not crazy about Greek yogurt, but I'll try it. And I've been adding the berries and trivia and it has been, I don't know if it's the weird flavor of the Greek yogurt, but I'm eating it instead of dessert and I'm happy with it. So I, I like that I discovered that. At any rate, um, taking care of our bodies, drinking the water, eating the food, getting movement, getting sleep, having a routine, all of those things are important. And I hope that my examples showed you some of the contrast of what it used to be like compared to what it is like. And I'm yawning as I'm telling you, you know, to make sure you get the right amount of sleep. That's why I get mad at me when I go, you know, a week without coffee and then I start again because I feel like I'm using it as like I'm not I'm not doing a good job of taking care of myself to where I can function without it and still get all the things done. And it's all psychological and it'll work itself out when it's supposed to work itself out. Luckily, I have a little faith in that. Damn, I love the taste of this coffee. So I just am going to struggle through, I guess, and drink my coffee on the bad days. But yeah, ever since this gas station redid their coffee bar and stuff, it's just it's just perfect for me. Not the moral of the story. The moral of the story, guys, is to take care of your physical bodies and be mindful of how you're handling your bio breaks, the food you're putting in your body, the movement you're doing. And then again, the things like when we stop gambling, it it doesn't happen overnight, but I will tell you, you will have more money when you quit gambling (laughs) than when you are gambling overall. And if you need to get a cavity fixed or you need to update your glasses so you can drive better at night, first of all, you deserve that and are worth it. And second of all, don't you want to be out of that pain or that discomfort or that risk? Do it. 
even though all the debt's not paid or whatever, but you need to take care of your body. If it's something, an ailment that's been hurting you for a while, and again, oh, it'll go away. I don't want to pay for a doctor. I don't want to pay my copay. It's it's changing the thinking about that and taking care of your body is a great way to start. So that's my that's my spiel on that. I hope that you guys are having, you know, a fabulous weekend. And if you are someone who struggles with sports betting, I hope that you're protecting yourself, talking about it, not putting yourself in a situation. I'm sure COVID is is chilling out the parties, right? This is going to be our first Super Bowl without or with with COVID and, and having restrictions. So maybe we're not in those environments. People aren't in the office. So maybe there's less of the squares and some of that nonsense that goes with it. But it's important that we're keeping our guard up. So do your due diligence, protect yourself, and yeah, enjoy the weekend. Get some movement. Take care of your body. Love you, beautiful people.